silver screen project. Welcome to the Silver Screen Project, where we look back at a series of films in anticipation of an exciting new cinema release. In preparation for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, we went back and watched Raiders of the Lost Ark, and now we watched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Doom. (laughs) Doom. What did you think of Temple of Doom? Yeah, I mean, I came into this thinking I wasn't really going to enjoy it, because I know that the general consensus is it's kind of the the sag of the kind of original trilogy. Yeah. And I kind of stand by that. Like I can see that kind of view, but I enjoyed more of this than I thought I was. Like, I still think the story's a little bit weak and it does sag in the middle of this film. It's, yeah. it's a little bit slow at times, but there's some really good action points. And I think there's some fun characters short round particularly. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, yeah. I, it's the same. Like you kind of always see it as the lesser of the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, but I've always enjoyed it. It's obviously not as good as the first one. I've got more like negatives to do with it. Yeah. Um, but it is still like a really good film. Like mm. it's still I see hide held in high regard. Yeah, yeah. It's just that compared to you know the one before, it's hard to match that because that's yeah. such a great film. Yeah, I was thinking like one of the only good things it did is introduce Kihei Kwan to the world. <laughs> it's like, well, actually, no. After watching it, I was like, no, I've actually enjoyed. It. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think one of the things like overall, before we go into kind of general positives and negatives, I think looking at it as it finished, I think because it's set in almost one location, there's the intro and then there's kind of the the main locale at least yeah i think that's one of the things that really sets it apart from the others because they're normally a bit more globe trotting and there's a couple of the bits with the plane and the map and all that and that's one of the things that makes it feel quite different which i think is an intentional thing yeah it's supposed to be like an adventure he finds himself on rather than someone coming to him and going go sort this thing out yeah and i think they kind of limited themselves by making it a prequel to the first one yeah yeah because they i think they said they didn't want to just have the nazis as the villains again i think that's the whole so the only way they could do that was to set it earlier but if you're setting it earlier just to you're limiting the scope of it a little bit. yeah just to make it easier for yourself it's like let's just hold it in one location i mean i think i think i've heard somewhere that the so the opening i do really like and i think it's supposed to be like the tail end of another adventure and it's kind of like he's having these back-to-back adventures gives the image that he's just always off doing stuff when he's having travels i think that intro is really fun and i know that spielberg wanted to do a bond movie around this time and you can really feel that i I wrote that that opening scene is like so so clearly like uh, yeah. like a tribute to James Bond yeah, like yeah. even like the suit he's wearing the yeah, setting it's, yeah. and then I think even like the a bit after that where yeah. the plane is going down they jump out with the raft yes is very James very Bond as James well yeah, landed yeah. on that and then going like See, down yeah, the I mountain. think all of that the intro up until even like the village part I think is quite interesting where there's this kind of mystery yeah. it's a bit weird they leave the kids being missing until like the, the last thing they're like so our stone got stolen and yeah. this and the kids go um, but yeah I like that and I think it's around the kind of palace bit that it kind of slows down for me even some of the mine bits, I, I know we're doing positive and negatives, but yeah, the intro I think is really strong. And I think, yeah, that whole bit in China is really good. We get the introduction of Short Round, fantastic yeah. character, very good fun. Um, I, I was doing some reading. I don't know how much trivia you've got, but Kihei Kwan was um, 
was he was there with his brother was auditioning or something like that yeah did you hear about that yeah and he was like coaching his brother so much they were like why don't you just do it and the the card scene where he accuses indy of cheating was the little improv scene that they worked out as the right actually on short round short round is so much fun in this and like that scene in particular, like some of his lines, I wrote down a bit where he says, I'm very little, you big G. And it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. it's just so many lines like that. It's like, he's just so funny. He's and I, really good. I think yeah. because we'll talk about mm. Willie <laughs> a yes. bit later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Because like, like Marion was a great companion in the first mm. one. I think because Willie's weaker in this, it it's really helps that Short Round yeah, is there. Yeah, I think if Short Round wasn't in this, it would be a way worse film. Yeah, it absolutely would be. And yeah. I think it's one of those things that I think you can't like. I think it's an example of how films have changed over the last forty years. Because mm. if this came out now, people would be like, "Who's this Short Round kid? Why is he there? Yeah, Why is yeah. he friends of Indy? What's yeah, his backstory?" Yeah. And it's like. Actually, we don't need to know any of that. No, he's just, just the he's thing. just there. They say he was begging. He tried to pick my pocket, and then he now helps me out when I'm in and that, that part of the world. And whatever. that's like so, enough. That's all yeah, we need yeah, to know. Exactly. And we don't even. And we. It is strange that this that this character never gets picked up again. I don't know if maybe they'll do something in, in the new one. Maybe I've got a gut feeling that he's gonna pop up in Dial of Destiny. Do you think it will be the same actor playing him? Yeah. Well, I think he'll be too old to play him because based on where they are. I don't know when the new one's set, like the 60s? Yeah, well... well I guess that kind of works then, doesn't he's it? He's aged at the That's same not... rate Harrison Ford has, yeah, so... Yeah, but they're pretending Harrison Ford's about 20 years younger than he is, I think. I'm not really sure about the new one. But yeah, I think um, I think he's a real like bright spot of the film, and like there's some really good moments, like when Indy's like, brainwashed... And uh, short rounds just like really pleading with him, and it's like yeah. that's quite like a emotional moment considering and the films. The film gets kind of dark, and it, it's got a darker yeah. tone. But I think that's probably the real moment that's like heartfelt, yeah. kind of. And thing. there's there's multiple moments in this where short round does like save the day. Like yeah. there's the bit where Indy's on the like thing getting beaten up because he's got the knife in his yes, back and it's yeah. short round who like goes and kicks I, I the, love that bit it's so the, good the yeah. ruler guy and that and the um the big guy that he fights is the same actor as the big yeah. guy that he fought in the first one although he's uh, pretending to be an Indian man in this <laughs> yeah <laughs> um I think uh and the music is still great. Like, yeah, yeah. like I think the first one's so iconic it's kind of hard to mm. to reach that level. But they the music the new music used for this is great and then reusing the actual like Indiana Jones theme mm. it fits in there perfectly and it's like yeah, John Williams it, is a genius it does that slightly darker kind of tone some of the music in this really reminded me of the Mandalorian theme I don't know if that's <laughs> do, 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 a through line do, do, through do, 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 but yeah there's that similar kind of vibe at times there but um, yeah music's really good like uh, the, all the sacrifice stuff I think is pretty good because it really is that darker tone yeah I, I, and all the I, I remember stuff. like when I I was a kid the whole Gary Ma yeah. thing was like just such I think it was probably the thing I knew best from Indiana Jones right, along with right. like the hat grab which we yes, see again yeah. in this and like <laughs> the boulder like I remember me and my brother always like chasing each other going Gary Ma <laughs> and like it's yeah. it's it's just it's it's like he rips his heart out and yeah. he's still alive because like, <laughs> yeah. this world is magic yes, yeah. <laughs> which it, that's a little bit silly that Indiana Jones has seen enough magic in this film to at least slightly believe in it but it's the whole yeah. skeptical thing which I guess is kind of like his Han Solo character as well who's just like 
Uh, it's just all bullshit. It's just yeah. like, he's very skeptical kind of guy. I think, so, yeah. um, like the first one as well, there's some really fun like action pieces in I this. I think that's some of the strongest stuff in yeah. this is the action. Even like, yeah. like the spike room that, that him and Short yeah. Round are trapped in is yeah. good fun whilst Willie's trying to save them <laughs> attempting to do yeah something. and then yeah. like the whole like cart chase around That's the thing fantastic. is just yeah. so much fun it's really good it looks really good there's a couple of moments where you, i've seen like analysis and it, they use little miniatures and stuff like that to get like yeah the, the big case and then and obviously so. the the bridge at the end yes. is great with yeah. them like wrapping themselves around and then cutting yes, it it's, it's just it's moment. great yeah, yeah i think crocodiles. <laughs> yeah the, the crocodiles look fucking terrible you can tell they've just thrown some clothes next to the crocodiles yeah. and and got them to just jump around. Always, always kind of stood out to me. I mean, I've got that as an active, yeah, but we'll talk too. about it. <laughs> because, like, this is Steven Spielberg making this. And, like, <laughs> so much of this film looks so good yeah. and it's so well made. It's so weird that that looks so bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I guess even just some, like, dummies would have worked. It, yeah. It's just literally clothes and meat and like fake blood I think yeah and you never once believe that they're at the bottom of that canyon no no true yeah yeah there's points I think there's even points when like they're at risk of falling and you can see down and I don't think there's anything at the bottom no it's just water it's yeah. such a weird and the thing. guy when he falls the bad guy he like bounces and like bounces really far out to go because <laughs> there's rocks and instead yeah. of yeah, it's all a bit silly but but yeah. it, it's it's in that kind of vein of we spoke about last time like the kind of serialised adventure films and it's yeah. supposed to be a bit silly and all that like even like the British army will arrive just at the end to, yeah. to have the like red versus blue battle like it's all very silly but it, it just kind of it works for it, it works is, it? Um, yeah. and it, like, like you mentioned it is creepier than than the first one and like like the whole like the ceremony and stuff is creepy and the yeah, fact that there's yeah. guys like sneaking around this temple yes like are, the like, part creepy. where I quite like although yeah we'll talk about the Willy character in a little bit but I do like that bit where they're kind of like aggressively flirting with each other I yeah. think that's quite a fun bit because we, we know that Indy's kind of this like bit of a dog and he's like a bit of a James Bond kind of sleeping around on all his yeah. adventures from what we hear in the first one we know about Marion and stuff so it's quite fun to see that he's like not even really trying and it's just like people, women just can't resist it it's just <laughs> like oh yeah that's and yeah and then we see the the guy like going through the secret passages or something isn't it yeah 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 all that's it's all good fun. fun and like all like the creepy crawlies and stuff obviously the first one we yes. had like the snakes and stuff yeah yeah now we've got they go way in on the like... thousands of insects <laughs> yeah yeah which i think i was listening to something where they were talking about the experience filming and apparently i can't remember the name of the actress who plays willie but um she had to do like um, she had to learn like deep breathing meditative techniques to, <laughs> to to have all these bugs on her and stuff because she was so like terrified of them crawling in her hair and that sort of thing <laughs> yeah although I, th- I think a lot of them are like computer effects right okay like, yeah. they, they're not all practical no no i think there's just certain bits kate, the, kate capsule, kate capsule who, yeah a few years later would marry steven spielberg yeah well that's one of the things that people always say about why the film has quite a kind of gloomy view and why the female lead is a little bit annoying, which I don't know if you want to move into that yet, is because both um, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg were both going through divorces when they were writing and creating this. So there's a certain kind of air, I don't want to say an air of misogyny there, but there's a a negative view of relationships in it. And I think that's kind of... And I think she said as well that like, she hated that character and hated yeah. doing that. And it's supposed to be 
a kind of antithesis to Marion, who is really like yeah. capable and able to look after herself. It is supposed to be. Do you want, should we talk about her a little bit? Yeah, then? like she is just like really annoying, and like she is just that classic, like you like from like fifties films yeah. of just like blonde woman who just screams a lot. Yeah, and, she and just, she's got no character development. She constantly screams. She hates being outside. She hates being wet. She hates bugs. She complains There's no like positive all the characteristics. Time. Yeah, it's really annoying. It's also kind of weird how like how she becomes part of the adventure because obviously she's working at the Chinese club. Yeah, I like the opening bit where she does the song. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Indy like holds her hostage and takes her, <laughs> yeah. and then she just kind of never leaves his side. <laughs> No, yeah, she's just kind of on board. I think it's partly because they the the Chinese mobster is like, just kill her, it's fine. So yeah. she's like, well, I'm not like. I, I guess I'll just have to go with the yeah, strong male figure that I'm near. And yeah, that whole bit. I said I like the flirting bit, but she goes from like absolutely hating him to like wanting him to come sleep with her. So yeah, there is a there's no like there's no depth to there's that no character depth whatsoever. Character, absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it it like you say it's so disappointing because Marion is such a fun character. Yeah. So it's almost like they've taken a step back. Yeah, yeah. And I think they, they could have done it. I mean, even like the way that the third one goes is is a different take on, on the, the female lead. And that. Yeah. But I think this, you say, is too far too far back. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, was there any other good bits you wanted to go through? Um, I like the, the bit where there's the callback to the guns and the swords where there's two guys swinging the swords around and he goes to get his gun and shoot them, but he doesn't have it right. in the holster. Yes, and he's yes, like, yes, oh, yes, shit. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I like that. There's a few callbacks to the first yeah, film. Yeah. And we mentioned the hat and stuff. And it's like, yeah, but this is fun. Um, I think we basically mentioned all the, all the yeah main bits, yeah all I, I do like about. although this kind of goes into negatives I the, so a lot of the the film with the kids and stuff there's a kind of white savior thing going on there in a lot of ways yeah but the scene where all the kids get reunited with their parents is quite cute it's quite nice, heartwarming and yeah. everything. so it's kind of a, a good and bad there I but, read that the you know like the, the the like village chief guy yeah yeah apparently he couldn't speak a word of English right, they would just okay. tell him his lines and he'd just repeat it like yeah, phonetically I mean, get that vibe. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. he had no idea idea what you were saying i think he's pretty good yeah i was yeah. i tried to look up i didn't look too hard i just did a couple of of quick searches the kid that escapes and comes and finds the like comes there in the night before they leave yeah who looks like completely malnourished i was trying to find out like what, what happened with that yeah. kid was this like a real starving kid i couldn't find anything i like because he looks like fuck yeah so i have no idea what that's about just went but... to a local village and... <laughs> and you're the skinniest kid yeah. don't pretend to die um talking about like going into more negative sides yeah um i think there's there's a bit towards the end where it just kind of the last uh, probably not right at the end but it seems to just go from like action set piece to, to mm. different locations so like it's got the whole spike trap and then yeah. suddenly they're at the ceremony and then suddenly That's like the, there's yeah. the big fight and then suddenly it's the car and it's like they're just kind of jumping from thing to thing and, they, and yeah. they don't really seem too connected I think from like pretty much from maybe the spike bit or maybe even a little bit before that to like when Indy is hypnotized and then comes out there's like a good 40 minutes that is complete dead weight and it's got the ceremony and stuff but it's all really long and it's got the bit where she's captured and that she keeps going up and it's like and it's it's one of those things where it's like it kind of like and some of this stuff is good i'm not saying that bad things like the ceremony stuff is good but it's one of those where like if you look away from the screen for 30 seconds and then look back you'll be like 
What the fuck happened very, here? Where, where, yeah, where yeah. have they got? Where how did they get here? Or, or the same thing is still happening, and it's like it just chops. Yeah, and chops. the pacing is very it's, choppy it's, in that it's whole. It's very bit weird. There. Yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, it's it's like. I thing is, it's not it's it's not a super long film. It's what like an hour fifty or something like yeah. that. It's like just shy of two hours. You probably could have cut about twenty minutes out of this, but like like you say, a lot of it is good. It's just. I don't it's know. just it's, kind of weirdly edited. and I think as well like I've never really I've probably only seen this film a couple of times before and I think the story generally is quite weak like this yeah. is the first time I've ever really paid attention to like the stones and they want the five stones and all that I just kind of always thought of it as just like now nah, there's some stuff going on and because it's not really that important to the story yeah I think because because it's just set in that one place whereas the first one is like Oh, we we want to go here. It's the Ark of the Government. The Nazis yeah, are here. Yeah. Oh, the Nazis got it. We got we got yeah. it. And then it's more like traditional plot. Yeah. Whereas this is more think, like because you only find it's out... just the temple run. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Literally, and like, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like the story is one of the weaker parts there. Yeah, I think I agree. And uh... I think an, another thing with this is like, although like the cart chase and the bridge and the ceremony and the Golimar. I think when you think of like iconic Indiana Jones moments, yeah, you very rarely think of this film. Like you'll yeah. think of like the 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 boulder run at the start of the Lost Ark. You'll yeah, the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark and with like, the melting face. Yeah, like the plane bit fight where he's fighting the yeah. guy with the propeller. And then there's loads of bits All the in bits Last Crusade, his... yeah, yeah, yeah. where which we'll we'll get to where you're like, oh yeah, this is. But in this, it's like. There's not many bits that are like people still reference. Yeah, yeah. Like you see it like we've talked about how like, you know, things like the Simpsons and stuff parody Indiana Jones and stuff all the time. And whenever you see parodies of Indiana Jones, it's pretty much always Raiders of the Lost Ark, sometimes Last Crusade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very rarely anything from this. And it's like (laughs) Which isn't like a native. Most films don't have iconic moments, but no. when you're in a trilogy full of so many iconic moments, it's kind of sticks out like a sore thumb yeah, as one yeah. that doesn't have that. It is. It does suffer a lot of the problems of the classic sequel, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's kind of, it's not quite as impressive. They try and go in a different direction. I'm, they redeem it, in my opinion, with the next one. But yeah. I think most people would agree. I think one last positive, actually. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just talking about Harrison Ford because he is great in this. I, yes, I, I've yeah. always thought that he's better in this than he is in Star Wars. I think. Yeah, I would agree. I yeah, think yeah. Indiana Jones is a more fun character than Han Solo, even though I love Han Solo. Han Solo has similar he's characters. Much more one note, isn't he, Han Solo? Yeah. Whereas, like, I think the like we talked about how kind of fallible he is and how kind of shit he is at quite a lot of what he does action wise. Yeah. I think that element of like making mistakes and being like the underdog gives Harrison Ford much more to work. Yeah. With. Obviously, it helps that he's the main character, but I think yeah, true, true. Harrison Ford just. I think he enjoys this way more than he enjoys. He's, he's, he's always so, openly been yeah. kind of anti-Star Wars where he will always come back for another Indiana yeah, Jones yeah. film. He's, like, he's just like, he's so charismatic in these films as well. Yeah. Like he's just like, he was just like on another level, genuinely. Like, <laughs> and like, like the looks in this as well, like the, the, iconic that I didn't realise was from this where he's got like the one sh- uh, shirt sleeve like off at the end yeah. and he's got like the ragged shirt and he's just I think he's got a machete at one point or <laughs> there's a poster that he has a machete yeah. it's just like it's like a more 
intense battle-worn look compared to the first one. Yeah. He also then, he has the leather jacket at the end. Don't know where he was carrying that the whole time. <laughs> he just gets that up there. Yeah, that's it. The, the look, so like all the different costumes throughout these films are great. And yeah. like Harrison Ford is a charismatic, good-looking guy that yeah. is a fantastic actor. And it's like, you could, it, I think that's why this film is still a good film. Because mm. like, no matter how bad you write an Indiana Jones film, if you've got Harrison Ford doing his Indiana Jones stuff, it's still more, like more than watchable and thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd agree. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking ahead to the to the future at this point. Not yeah. there's not the not the uh yeah the, the unreleased future just to see. <laughs> I wonder how that'll stack up. But that's that's why we're here, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I did have one more thing to say before you get into kind of trivia bits. And I actually have a couple of trivia bits as well this time. But um you know the 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 food ceremony situation <laughs> yeah is it a little racist it definitely is and apparently the film was temporarily banned in india because of the kind of cultural depictions there and um and there was there was also reports i don't know how true this is that that some teachers in america started teaching that as indian food because oh, they'd seen God. it um, but apparently like when i've looked up online certain people have been defending it and said like the whole point is that something dodgy's going on at that castle but then at the same time like the the people like the people at that feast aren't necessarily involved in the the stuff that's going on and down that, below and they're trying to pretend that nothing's wrong so i think i don't think that's maybe that's supposed to be a it's it's a quite a gross out film in a lot of ways yeah. isn't it but yeah no i don't i don't i don't buy that story <laughs> it, is, yeah. it is a bit racist isn't it yeah um so i've got a couple of bits of trivia um the first one is for the bog chamber sequence which we kind of t- touched on just now yes uh, kate capsule was really covered in over two thousand insects right yes this is what um, i was thinking she took sedatives prior to the scene <laughs> okay, yeah. to get over her initial fear and claimed they definitely worked <laughs> so it probably helps i wonder if if you like if you watched it back knowing that you notice (laughs) Um, and the other bit i got is uh, the scene with the broken bridge uh, Mm. proved a challenge since they couldn't use stuntman for a dangerously long drop like they didn't they couldn't just drop people down okay um so it was solved by making 14 dummies to stand in (laughs) for the guards uh they contained a mechanism and batteries inside which Uh could operate their leg and arm movements like when they're falling falling that's cool the dummies were fastened to the fastened to the bridge with the yeah. mechanisms rigged to start work as soon as they were released from the bridge and ropes nice. this made the dummies look like they were really kicking and flailing as soon as the bridge is cut i was like for, for like a two yeah, second yeah. shot essentially yeah i mean i never twigged that it was dummies but i was no. i guess that makes sense but yeah that's quite cool i don't know if they still do that now i imagine they do with like a wiggling dummy yeah unless it's like tom cruise who's just yeah. like oh oh no i'll, I'll just do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no you yeah. need to put real crocodiles down there no, have them have them actually butt off my leg there um, was um there's a couple of bits i got as well so apparently the monkey brains was part of the thing that contributed it to getting a pg-13 rating and apparently it was the first pg-13 film Really? I don't know if that's true, but apparently, according to the internet, that's true. <laughs> Interesting. And um, also, there was a. So we'll we'll be talking about the third one next week. Um, yeah. There was a proposed and written sequel called Indiana Jones and the Monkey King, right. which was written by Christopher Columbus, who has done lots of family friendly films, and yeah. it kind of takes a little bit more of a family friendly route. Um, it starts in a Scottish castle where he's fi- fighting a haunted suit of armor. Right. So a little bit different. 
And uh, he ends up going to Africa and meeting sentient gorillas in a monkey kingdom. Oh, God. And they fight some Nazis and the gorillas get into a tank wearing Nazi uniforms. Oh, I feel like that's crossing a line. Yeah, I, I mean, think that's why they didn't go that yeah, far. Yeah, I mean, this these films do get silly, as, as we mentioned. And but it it's always a like world, but it's... towards the end or, you know, yeah. the main thing. And there was also in that film, because we talked about last week that um, he... Or last episode, whenever I don't know when these are releasing in what order, but well, no, which order there is. Um, that his students were like flirting with him, and it was like on the cards at one point that he was gonna maybe sleep with one of his students in an early draft. So in the proposed third film, he was sleeping with his teaching assistant, <laughs> and there's a point where she wants to go on the adventure with him, and she threatens to. Uh, kill herself with his whip if she doesn't take it. Wow. Him. So they, I'm very glad they didn't go that directly. Yeah. Decided to go uh, the way that we will be talking about at some point. Yes. Um, so the only thing left to ask um, is whether or not this got you more or less hyped for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Proj yes or Proj no? Yeah, I think it did. Proj yes. Yeah. I think this is probably the one I've seen the least. So it was nice to rewatch it and I definitely enjoyed it more than I thought it would. So what about yourself? Nice. Uh, also Proj yes. Like, as we mentioned, it's it's noticeably weaker than the last one, but it's still fun and it's just like, it's just so fun watching this character on a new adventure. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I can't wait to see what they've got in store for me next sort <laughs> yeah. of thing. So yeah, definitely Proj, yes. Nice. Um, let us know what you think, listeners. Um, if you really love Temple of Doom or if you think it's the shit one. Yeah. Uh, get in contact with us. Um, apart from that, thank you for listening. Thank you very much. Bye. 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 Project. Project. Project.